Welcome to the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Good afternoon, evening. I'm so confused. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Mayor Fertig on the Nachum Siegel Network with Miriam Wallach. Hello, Miriam. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing because we have no idea where we are right now. We had to come to Israel to do a show together again. By the way, that's pathetic. It's this was a all while. a ruse. So tell everybody where we are. Um, actually, good afternoon, everybody, and good evening or good night, almost, if you are listening to us from Israel. It is the culmination of a week that we've been doing shows. We've been doing programming live from Israel. It's been a wonderful, wonderful week. Today was a complicated day, which doesn't leave us completely on the right footing. But um, because My kids never understand why I don't like snow. I know. By the way, you and I, you and I have had this discussion because yeah. I love snow. Yeah. Right. You are not a snow lover. We we'll have to agree to disagree. We are going to agree to disagree. I do think you have many miles. Otherwise, you should just know. Well, thank you. I think you're welcome. Um, and for those people who are not paying attention at home, you would you can now be updated. The uh, programming that we had scheduled today, both from Beit Road and from the Jerusalem College of Technology for the live lunch, was tabled because there was a significant snow snowfall in Yerushalayim today. And for those people who have never experienced snowfall in Yerushalayim, suffice it to say, they are not known for their snow preparedness. This is not a criticism. It's just a reality. It's not a city that is that is well prepared or well equipped by their own admission to deal with the snow. Somehow... Somehow the idea of snow in Yerushalayim sounds a lot better than it is. It looks great on TV. And for us, right. we, we collectively, mm-hmm. you, me, ZK, not, we, we basically all lost a day. Correct. An entire, because the funny thing is, the way Where the weather... Where was the funny part? Well, okay. it, it's not funny, haha, not so, so much. much. It's just funny, mm-hmm. funny. The weather in Israel is so diverse, everybody knows that. Right. It's so diverse that when there is, when there are three or four inches of snow... On the ground in Yerushalayim, it's not snowing in Tel Aviv. Right. The, the airport is going to be open. The flights are going to take off Correct. more or less on time. We had this challenge today of are we going to be able to get out of Jerusalem right. and get to the airport? It wasn't that we were afraid the flights were going to take off. We were afraid, afraid they were going to take off without us right. because we were not going to get out of Jerusalem. And once it was 10 o'clock in the morning and the main highway coming out of Yerushalayim was closed and buses were not running and you could not get a cab, we all looked at each other. And by the way, none of us were in the same location. Right. Um, we were we were pretty we were pretty intense. I was in, I was in a fifth floor room at the Dan Panorama, and I woke up, and I had gone to sleep believing, hoping that the Weather Channel forecast I had read before I went to sleep was going to be accurate, and that suggested that there might not be snow until Friday. Right. Which, since we were leaving Silly just rabbits. after midnight, Silly Thursday, you know, just yeah. after midnight Friday was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I woke up, and there's heavy snowfall. Right. And. It was fine and picturesque at the beginning. I took some nice pictures. Um, and, and then as the morning progressed, it gets more and more serious and there's, there's real, there's snow sticking and you start looking out the window and you're seeing, boy, they really don't know how to drive in the snow here. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm watching on Karen Hayasod, um, cab drivers just sort of stop in the middle of the street, skid a little bit, and then start backing up. I saw it <laughs> three, or four, three or four <laughs> times because there's a slight grade up Karen Hayasod coming past the down panorama toward the OU Israel Center. Right, correct. And there, there's a grade. At mm-hmm. first, I wasn't sure if it was actually a grade if there was so much snow further down that it actually tilted, you know. Right. Never mind. I got you. Anyway, so... Uh, you're, I was going to let see- you take that, by the way. You're seeing cabs just... Clearly, they don't know how to drive in the snow. Right. And by uh, again, it is not a criticism. It is right. just a factor of... 
we live with snow. When you live in New York, you live in the New York area, the Northeast, you, you live with snow and exactly. you deal with it and you're fine. But if you're not equipped to deal with it, it can be nerve wracking. Somebody told, uh, Nahum yesterday when Nahum was in a cab yeah. that because they possibly predicted snow yesterday and there was such heavy rainfall that this Nahag, this cab driver didn't even send his kids to school. Really? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? So somebody said, so a few people said to me, you gotta realize that nobody in Israel has snow tires. And I'm thinking, neither do okay, I. I don't have snow Do they tires. have radials? Right. I don't. Do you have snow tires or no? Not I don't have snow Who tires, snow tires anymore? Right. And somebody said to me, "Do you have chains?" I'm like, "For no. what? I don't know. Right. I don't know any chains." Those days are over. But neither, but neither here nor there, the first half of our day became getting a be- getting a, out of Jerusalem. Correct. Just making sure we could clear Jerusalem because once we were outside of Jerusalem, we were confident we'd be able to get a ride or get a ride to Ben Gurion, or we were prepared to stay in Ben Gurion for what would have been the equivalent of a flight to Hours, New York and yeah. then take a flight to right. New York simply to be in the right place at the right time because we were committed to getting back to our families uh, exactly. back in New York. And that included me, you, and ZK. Nahum, as we know, is staying through Shabbat. So, so we took these separate harrowing Cab rides all to a central location where we met another driver and then got here to Modi Inn and right. two like maybe a third of the way out of Jerusalem all of a sudden snow's gone it's just wet I'm like oh right that's and it. actually before the weather has just changed before we left Modi Inn my yeah. cousin Noam whose house we are at right now Noam Eisenberg Noam and Shauna Eisenberg we thank them for their hospitality because in true much. Israel and Jewish fashion we literally I, you know we literally just showed up right. and um and I thank them very much as there's nothing like family, but in, in Israel, as we say, everybody is family. Well, we didn't just show up. We've now taken over their dining we room have to been a, bit a radio t- show. Yeah, and all our luggage is here also, and they right. gave us dinner. So thanks, guys. That was great. <laughs> um, but Noam said to me before we before I left Jerusalem, he said, you know, wait till you get to this other country called Modian. And I did not know what he meant, but the truth of the matter is, yeah, everything that we experience is not happening anywhere else. And at one point he said to me today, it's sunny in Herzliya. I'm like, all right, you know what? It was sunny in Modian at some point. It was afternoon. sunny at Modian. And all I know is that this morning I spent about 20 minutes with my aunt outside in her garden in Yerushalayim getting the snow off her lemon trees because we were afraid that the trees were going to break. And I am shaking that all of a sudden. How'd that work? Um, I was literally shaking the tree with a broom because you push it from underneath the branch in order right. to get all the snow off. But there were frozen lemons. I mean, there are <laughs> solid frozen lemons. It's like living in Florida. Except without the snow. Well, no, that's what happens when there's a frost in Florida. They all but that wasn't about a, the citrus tree. Okay, I hear that. But that wasn't a frost. There was mamash, like, you know, there was serious snow. And people are making snowmen. And everybody's like, oh, isn't this great? Let's take more pictures. I'm like, no, I need to catch a plane. Save the lemons. Right. So we spent first half of the day trying to get out of Jerusalem. And then we spent the second half of our day wasting away <laughs> or just making the time pass until our flight. Because as much as we had a tremendous amount of programming to do today, and we really did come to accomplish a number of things, God had different plans. And this is a, as Mayor Furtick would say, a GZL moment. <laughs> it is a Gamzulatova moment. And once we came up with the idea of... Um, uh, doing a stunt show from Modian because, hey, that's a pretty good stunt. That's a good and, idea. You know, we bring ZK for fun and laughs and giggles. Exactly. And, and, oh, yeah, the equipment. So we figured might as well take it out, break it out, and turn my cousin's dining room table into a recording studio. You're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's uh, about eight minutes pa- after the hour, and uh, we are in Modian, as we've been saying. Uh, bringing you the stunt show tonight. The stunt show brought to you weekly on the Nachum Siegel Network by a rotating cast of characters, and I do mean <laughs> characters, including who are the people Daniel Gordon and Mark Zamek <laughs> and Jordan B. Gorfinkel and yes. uh, me, Mayor Fertig, and tonight 
Miriam Wallach as well. Why don't we go to some music? Uh, do we have anything we'd like to do? Well, before I leave to Israel on a trip and when I'm closing out That's Life for the week beforehand, I always play L'Cha Etain by Deddy. So I figure that that's appropriate in, in order to start our show here from Israel. Because I was also supposed to do a That's Life from here and that didn't happen. So right. I figure we might as well integrate it. So that's coming up in a moment. Also coming up, Tammy Braverman of Tamarim Concierge Services. That's the other bit of uh, Gamzu Watova here. We've been talking for months about inviting her onto the stunt show to talk about TamarimConcierge.com and tell everybody what that is since it's something uh, nice and Israeli and uh, a really interesting service. And as we were sitting in Modi'in and sort of at first joking about doing a show here, I said, oh, wait a second. Right, this is a good idea. Well, just to be fair, our first idea was to do it in the airport. Oh, that's right. But then we thought we might get arrested. Right, a whole bunch, you know, way to not draw attention is to pull out a whole bunch of headset mics in the middle of the food court and start recording a show. But as as you were saying a moment ago, when you're traveling with ZK, the fun thing about traveling with a guy who really just lives and breathes the technical environment of radio, immediately, as soon as it comes up, ZK is starting to figure out exactly what we could do to do a radio show sitting in the airport as unobtrusively as possible with the most stripped down as possible, you know, technical kit without, you know, to try to actually record an hour of radio without getting arrested. Right. So it would be a dual goal. Normally we just want to get a show on, you know, recorded. This time we would have done a show without getting arrested and that would have constituted success. I just want to point out though, had we gotten arrested in the airport, we definitely would have missed our flight and then this day really would have been a pain in the neck. Yes. Okay. You know, it would have been a good stunt though. It would have been a stunt. I don't know how good it would have been since I would have been the one to have to call Nachum and say, buddy, <laughs> I need a little help. Come bail us out. <laughs> That would have been a story for Stephen Wallace. So here's, here's Deddy with Lacha Etain on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you. 
It's the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. That was uh, Deddy with Lecha Etain. This is Mayor Fertig with Miriam L. Wallach here on the Stunt Show. By the way, it's been requested lately yeah. um, from a listener that I drop the L. Really? Yeah. A listener? Well, one particular listener requests pers- consistently that I drop the L. That person also has requested that I reformat JM and AM and redo a whole bunch of things at the network, so I'm filing it. What about world peace? Nope, that hasn't been requested. And by the way, anybody who knows me knows I am not the one to break world peace. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry. That's Don't mean bad. to disappoint. So here we are in Modi Inn bringing you the stunt show, uh, the specifically in the uh, dining room right. of <laughs> Noam and Shana Eisenberg. And we we'll thank them for their hospitality. <laughs> and wish their daughter Kira a Mazel Tov. Her bat oh, mitzvah next week. Mazel Tov. Very Correct. nice. ZK is with us handling all the technical stuff. And uh, we introduce to you Tammy Braverman of Tamarium Concierge Services. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Mayor. How are you? And Miriam, so good to be here. Thank you for uh, thank you for dropping everything and uh, coming on over. <laughs> My pleasure. We've been trying to do this for a while. So exactly. We really have been talking and about see this how for accommod- about half a year. See how, how accommodating we are. We came to you. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you didn't even have to come to 11 Broadway. I mean, how excellent is Thanks that? Thanks to Facebook. Exactly. It's, all good. it's amazing. <laughs> anyway, is that how you guys connected on Facebook? Today, yeah. Oh, no, I meant in general. No. No, 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 no. We know each other for 20 years. Oh, 20, more than 21 back. years. And you, Avenue but, H. Yeah. Right. Avenue H. <laughs> when, we were all new, when we were all newlyweds. That's sweet. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, the good old days. <laughs> um, absolutely. Uh, so tamarimconcierge.com. What yes. is it? So we are a broad service that assists people to do whatever they need to do in Israel. Whether they're tourists or residents, they live here, they're coming, they're going. We just get it done for them. So I, I asked you before if it was okay to call you a fixer. Sure. <laughs> if that works for you. <laughs> and it, so it's not it's not a concierge service. Con- well, that's hard. Concierge Con- service. Try right. to spell it. <laughs> no, I couldn't because I also can't spell restaurant. But concierge service. Can you say that ten times fast. I don't. I can't barely say it once. So you are. A I was con- just rubbing it in. Thank you, buddy. You are a concierge service that does not necessarily need you to be making a bar mitzvah here. It does not necessarily need you to be making anything here. You could just be coming on vacation and want to put stuff together. Absolutely. We do bar mitzvahs. We do other event planning, but we do anything, which is just, it's such a strange, such a strange way to, uh, to present ourselves. But basically it's, if you have anything that you need to do, somebody called me the other day and said, we, we need to make an offer in Israel and we don't live there. My, my kid lives there and we don't really have a shul and we don't have a place to do it. And we don't really have an apartment that holds everyone, but could you do that for us? Oh my yeah, goodness. sure. See, but Israel is the land of Nistader. Israel is the land of we'll figure it out. We'll get it done. But I guess for people who are coming from overseas who don't know how to either work the system, get it done, know the guy who knows the guy. Well, that's that's one. Or they might and they just they know how things get done here mm. and they just don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for a family that doesn't have a shul here, a rabbi, a community, uh, you know, friends to put people up, et cetera, et cetera, where do you even start? Well, we have we have our resources, and yeah. I don't want to go into too many details because yeah. it's, it's uh, your client, and right, right, right. But uh, it was just just an example of how uh, how sometimes out of the box things things get. But um, wow. well, let's say I was making a bat mitzvah and I did not know from from step one where I would be going, and I called you. We're doing that right okay, now. Okay, so tell minutes. me. So let's let's fictitiously plan so, a bat mitzvah. So first of all, we'll talk about budget. We'll talk about what your likes are. What what your hopes are, what your dreams are, and then try to make it fit, whether it's a hotel in Jerusalem, a kibbutz at the Dead Sea, whatever is out there, you don't know what's out there. I'll know what's out there. And if I don't know what's out there, I know how to find what's out there. And also, we're we're out there to get you the best deal possible. We actually don't work on commission, so... We're not hoping that you get the you take the most expensive package that we can offer. Just a flat fee. It, it's, fee for service. It, it's fee for service. It's an hourly fee, and mm-hmm. it's you're in the driver's seat. You get to decide how many hours we're going to do. I could just do all the fact finding and hand everything to you on a plate and say, here, now you can make the abutments for yourself. Mm-hmm. And we only put in a few hours of our time. Or you could say, thanks, this is great. This is really too much for me to handle. Make the phone calls, get the caterers, get the taxis, get the buses, get execute the, it. Yeah, do everything, and um, and we'll do that too. So you are completely in the driver's seat of how your money is spent, and we are very upfront with um, with our timing, and we give you detailed reports of of what we're doing and how we're doing it. So when people hear about your business and what you do, the, probably the question you get asked a lot is, "What's the craziest thing you've ever done?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've done we've done some interesting interesting out of the box uh, out of the box things. Um, I'll tell you what, what and and it's it's gift baskets. Right. It's um, 
It's food shopping. It's delivering a full list of things to a, a seminary girl who just didn't bring it with her. So it was, it was, it's basically personal shopping. So you're somebody, you can be somebody's mom here. Absolutely. Somebody's mom, somebody's wife. Yeah. Whatever, right. whatever you need, whatever you need to get done. But I think the most interesting request we had was from a family in the States. And I'm, I'm going to be vague because I don't want to sure. divulge any identity. But someone from the States has a, a family member with an d- eating disorder here in Israel. And they were concerned about this person and making sure that they get their right. food and proper, pro- proper nutrition. nutrition. And they wanted something delivered to this person's mm-hmm. house on a you know, three, four times a week. But cost was a problem. So, you know, I love these logistical mm-hmm. uh, challenges and right. trying to figure it out. So what... what it's kind of like ZK. <laughs> Do you also yeah. carry nine-volt batteries wherever you go? <laughs> no, but now I know someone who does. Exactly. <laughs> you got a guy. You got a guy with a nine-volt. So what you, So what you do? So um, we, you know, put our resources together. We, pull, we figured out who we know and where we know. And what we did was we got a yeshiva to agree to take this on as a chesed project for their, their gap year program. It's a great chesed project for their, uh, for their boys to participate in. The yeshiva agreed to a at-cost fee for the food mm-hmm. that was going to be delivered, which, is, which was doable for this family. And the boys agreed to bring the food to this person wow. on uh, you know, two, three, four times a week as needed. And win, right. win-win. It was great. Uh-huh. You had mentioned... Oh, I'm sorry. Another case solved. <laughs> you had mentioned something before about stocking an apartment or, or a refrigerator that, um, before a family gets through their own vacation. That is a, a recent... I don't want to say phenomenon, but that is a recent move that I have been reading about in either travel magazines or cooking magazines or, or family magazines, even Jewish magazines, that families who are traveling and they're not looking to stay in a hotel right. and are trying to either cut back or make life more accommodating by staying in an apartment rather than the constraints of a hotel or dealing with neighbors in other rooms, Absolutely. but they don't know thing one about food shopping or are not renting a car in that in, in Israel right. or wherever. Logistics. Exactly. Logistics Those logistics. Right. And so they are there are services, and I didn't realize that that was one of your services also, Absolutely. going food shopping for that family. So upon arrival... There's Shoko in the fridge. Well, I'll tell you, whatever we, we it did is. this for um, for Sukkot. We had a family coming oh, from wow. the states, a rather large family, and they were st- they rent an apartment, gorgeous apartment in Jerusalem, and she gave me her full shopping list. Oh wow! You know, <laughs> it was a, a shopping list for Yantiv for I don't know, twelve to fifteen people. Wow! And um, and we did the shopping. We delivered it to the house. We stocked the refrigerator. That's the pantry, amazing. Everything. And the truth of the matter is, yes. We obviously charge for our service, but if she would have gone to the local Makolet around the corner in right. Jerusalem to buy all that, she would have paid three, four Correct. times the, p- the price. She got everything done. She didn't have the headache. She landed right. in the plane. And that's if she even knew where to start. Right. So somebody like me, like as a person who w- wishes she could be living in Israel, the my most my most favorite thing to do when I get here is go food shopping. Yeah. And we are, we are the people who rent the cars and bring all our kids while everyone else avoids bringing their kids to the supermarket. We take them all because if we're there for two hours, it's the best two hours of my day. I know. You're looking at me like I'm completely... <laughs> no, I'm not. You know what you just reminded me of? Of what? I didn't buy chocolate for Naftali Ferdig. Oh, oh no. hello. There's a lead in the airport. Yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah, well, okay. or whatever. <laughs> hello. It's about the, you know, it's about the words on the package. But anyway, but that, but, but I understand and I appreciate that, that my experience, my desire to go food shopping in Israel and go to Super Deal is 
an anomaly. <laughs> the fact that I like to say that this is, you know, lishloach, the lola kachat, and that I want them to deliver it to my apartment that I'm renting because I want to pretend that I'm living here is part of my <laughs> fantasy. But normal people don't want this. They I, want to come in and be comfortable. Miriam, I happen to love food shopping, and I love food shopping in Israel, so I totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> That's funny. But, <laughs> oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? The one of the uh, this is, I mean, one of the best stories of the Wallachs going food shopping in Israel, and you can imagine that there are plenty, is when um, my oldest son was younger and we were going through Super Deal, and there was somebody there who was carrying a weapon, um, which you know you see from time to time, and he screamed, "He has a gun!" <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, uh, where's the car? Where's the car? Where's the car?" <laughs> I don't know this child. Right. Is anybody missing a child? He doesn't look like us anyway, so it's fine. But um, yeah, that was a classic Wallach moment but I appreciate again getting back to your service but I'll tell you if you're if you're coming you know you're coming from the plane you're going to your rental apartment mm-hmm. and you're making a bar mitzvah and you're making some and yes you might right. enjoy that but you don't have time do that, that do that when you're when Correct. guests are le- you know when everyone's right. gone and you can relax but right. um, yeah it, it just it takes the stress off again it's not anything that somebody can't do themselves it's somebody it's something that they don't want to do or they don't have it's a time saver so that, you're everyone's wife that's what we said. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, by the way, that's a funny tagline, by the way. It's, you know, that, Tamarim Concierge Services. Right. We're your wife. Yeah, we're, we're actually trying to come up with a tagline right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do with you that. Wor- you, you work with a business partner. So, uh, yes, I work with Tamar Perlman, right. and hence the name Tamarim. Right. Tam- two right. Tamars. And, um, which is terrific. Tamar, Tamar and I made Aliyah the same summer oh, wow. um, six and a half years ago. Tamar from London. She's originally from Scotland. So you, have, you have a partner with a Scottish accent. I do. That's you have a, a partner, huge advantage. You have a partner with a Scottish accent who couldn't make it on the air. We've never had a Scottish accent. Right. She's actually, That's she such was a shame. Ve- she was very sorry to not be oh, here tonight. But I'm but sure she was like, sorry, or something like that. Right. <laughs> I, I couldn't even do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't so, got it. <laughs> when I was last in Israel during the summer, I had a long meeting with a, with a pretty high-ranking Guy. government person who has a Scottish accent. Really? And it was the most fascinating two hours. Did you understand to, everything Of course, okay. absolutely. And it was, a, it was really a fascinating meeting on many levels. But, but the, the accent hello, was so... <laughs> The accent was so cool. You know when she's going to listen to this, she's really right. going to laugh at us yeah. for discussing Well, I make fun of Naomi Nachman, who's a host on our network right. all the time. Because Australia. I, yeah. Okay. Right. And she's the Aussie gourmet. Naomi said to me many years ago when yeah. I met her, she said she's been in the U.S. Um, 20 years, I think yes. she is now. Just, she just she, had her anniversary. Right. She said she's n- not a day has gone by where she hasn't benefited, been helped by right. her by her Australian accent in America. She said she can't imagine living in America without that accent. Terrific. And she also does a really good tuna when she tries yeah. to sound like she's American. <laughs> <laughs> like there are certain words where Naomi will just like overly emphasize her American. There was an episode of Frasier like that once where uh, where the woman with the British accent had a pretend that was she was American. Name? What was Daphne. Her name? Daphne. Oh, Daphne. Call, and she call. had to just keep saying, sure, <laughs> sure. Do you remember the episode of The Nanny when Fran Drescher all of a sudden wasn't nasal? No. She had eaten too much wasabi and all of a sudden she spoke like this. <laughs> it was, but I think we're off topic, Mayor. You're <laughs> listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Mayor Fredig with Miriam L. Wallach or Miriam Wallach, depending on which listener, which, you know, if you're that particular listener, you could be Miriam Wallach. Our Take guest that. is Tammy Braverman from Tamarim Concierge Services. How do people reach Tom, Tamarim Concierge Services? So you could go to our website, which is mm-hmm. www.tamarimconcierge.com. You could send me an email. Tammy at Tamarium Concierge. How do you spell Tammy? T-A-M-M-Y. There you go. Or you could do Tamar, okay. T-A-M-A-R, or info at 
We're, uh, right. well, you can find us on Facebook as well. You Tammy know what? Martinez. I would love to go to a song, but but keep Tamar, keep Tammy a couple more minutes. I'm Let's ready. do that. What are we playing? Um, well, are you you feeling a little Safam or you're sure. feeling a little David Gabe? Um, both, me, both are good. Well, we also wanted to pull up um, Bubba Mice. So tell me what you're looking for. Uh, hold on. Let me pull a ticket out of a hat. Why don't we go with Safam? Okay. So we're going to go with Safam with Just Another Foreigner simply because we did a show from Hebron two days ago. Right. And every time I saw a song for Kiryat Arba, I only wanted to look at somebody and say, I met a man from Kiryat Arba. <laughs> but I didn't think anybody was going to think it was funny. And we were having they, technical difficulties. They might not have even get the joke. Somebody would have gotten the joke. ZK, if I had said it to you, would you have thought it was funny? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to listen to, we're going to play uh, Safam's Just Another Foreigner. It's off of their Greatest Hits Volume 1 album. On the Nachum Siegel Network. Sitting in a hall in Kiryat Shmona With Jews from Syria, from Yemen and Iran The only Ashkenazi in Kiryat Shmona I can hear their laughter, but I cannot understand Just another foreigner in another foreign land But these strangers are my brothers as they take me by the hand Singing Aleichem Salam Salam Aleichem Heim Shiru Bruchim Habayim Shalom Aleichem I met a man from Addis Ababa His skin was black and his features kind of strange He showed me a book that he said was the Torah And spoke of his people, Falasha was their name Just another foreigner in another foreign land And I knew he was my brother when he took me by the hand Singing, oh, Tanastali, Shalom Aleichem, Him Shidu Ruchim Habayim, Shalom Aleichem From looking for a job in the cold Russian wind It's been five hungry years while she waits for a visa She still lights the candles as Shabbos begins Just another foreigner in another foreign land But she's joining all her people as she follows God's command Shalom Aleichem Him Shiru Ruchim Habayim Shalom Aleichem Welcome my brothers Welcome one and all We're singing Welcome my sisters Welcome one and all One and all Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Shalom Aleichem, 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 Shalom A
So when you say Kiryat Arba, Miriam, is that Kiryat Arba with an S-H? <laughs> Can I just ask you a question? Yeah. When is this joke going to die? Is I it don't know. Just, it, I know that we're archiving this. We might carry this on for a while. So when you were in Kiryat Arba... <laughs> when do when I you, get a pass? When you were in Hebron, Hebron on Monday... Hello, it's been stressful. And you, and you said you wanted a... Say hello to you met somebody from Kiryat Arba. It sounded so right at the time. I but, promise. But you actually meant Kiryat Shmona. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. And of course, we're listening to the words going, "Oh, Nelly, that's going to leave a mark." <laughs> right, because well, Fertig is definitely going to be carrying this one for a while. I think that I'm just going to be seeing texts that say Shmona. This is worth remembering. That's all I'm <laughs> yes, saying. Yes, and I'm happy that we're recording this and that it will live in in yeah. uh, posterity or infamy. Quick, choose yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to say infamy. That's where I was going with it. But anyway, you're listening to The Stun Show, hosted by uh, whatever his name is, Mayor Ferdig and me, whatever my name is, because I can just call me Shmona at this point. Um, we are a little bit jet-lagged, but we are coming to you from the Modian offices of the Nachum Siegel Network, which have now um, taken the space of Noam and Shana Eisenberg's dining room table. Correct. <laughs> By the way, we should put up a sign. We should have put up a sign on their door that said, Welcome to the Modian offices of the Nachum Siegel Network. That yeah. would have been fine. What would you say? <laughs> By the way, you should just know that the only other person on the planet who would probably enjoy the fact that I messed up those lyrics yeah. as much as you is my cousin Noam, who's in the other room. Exactly. And for those people who know Noam, they also understand that Noam and I are very similar, both in age and in personality. So I would also be making fun of him for months to come if he made this joke, if he made this mistake on the air. <laughs> so, um, yeah, feel free to just send it to me in segments, Noam, over and over and over again. Excellent. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good times. Anyway, we are still here. With Tammy Braverman from TamaraInConcierge.com. Right. <laughs> Tammy, welcome to our crazy world. You I should love just know. It. <laughs> when Mayor and I um, co-hosted a show together at the Jewish Star, which seems like a long time, a very, ago. very long time ago, and then at Yeshiva University, which still seems like a very long time ago. Yep. This was the constant banter back and forth all the time. <laughs> so uh, well, that's why you have the fan base. Exactly. Thank God. It kind of works. It uh, it does work. And again, um. My debt of gratitude to Connie Furtick for coming up with this idea in the first place. <laughs> she got me into this mess in the first place. Um, anyway, I actually had a question uh, okay. about the concierge services. Mm-hmm. Do you provide services for people who live here? Absolutely. So tell me what somebody who lives in Israel, what kind of a concierge service, wow, I did it, a concierge <laughs> service are they looking for while they're still living here? Somebody who has, let's say, been here for 10 years, knows the lay of the land. What are they looking for? Sure. So um, just some examples of what we've done so far here. In Modi'in, we've mm-hmm. had a, a family who made a bar mitzvah and who had an onslaught of family coming from uh, Chutz Lauer. That's a good way to put it, yeah. onslaught. <laughs> They're taking over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and she just had a lot of things to do. And she said, you know what, do me a favor. My family's going to really need help and hand-holding. And could you take care of that for me? And we did. Travel arrangements and, mm-hmm. and idea, whatever, setting up an apartment for them. Wow. You know, whatever, whatever that um, entailed. In, entailed. And also just people making smachot here. They don't, they, you can't be in too many places at the same time, although we all try to be. Right. So we, we help you do that. We help you be in three different places at the same time. But you're not, by the way, that's, that could be tightened into a good tagline. Yeah. Okay, we're totally going to work together. That, yes. is, that could totally, Mayor and I have a knack for that. That yeah. could totally be tightened. That's good. Um, but with the train of thought, we were talking about. So helping people in Israel. Right. Exactly. But people should not misunderstand unless I'm misunderstanding. You're not a party planner. 
We are a party people. Oh, okay. But, in addition to okay. so many other things. Got it. So um, we, we have relocation services. So we help people who make, let's say, Aliyah okay. or, or just coming to Israel for, for – um, for a long time and, and planning to make Aliyah. I worked at Nefesh Benefesh uh, for two years before I started this program, before I started the service. And I, through working at Nefesh Benefesh, I have a good understanding of the Israeli bureaucracy mm. and the system and how to deal with I'll it and how to get through a lot. it. And, and more than just that, more than what I learned, I also now have a tremendous network of resources of individuals who, who can help me mm-hmm. help my Got clients it. get things done. So you're here, you're living here, you're you're here for two months, and you realize, boom, you have another, you know, some paperwork that you need to fill out, or you need to deal with the cable company, or mm-hmm. you, whatever it is. Right. We, we can help you. We can help, um, you know, change over your utilities to to your name and um, and what, whatever else is uh, is going on in your life that you that you can't get to or you don't know how to get to. We're, we're there. We're there to help you get there. How did you see that this niche? Um, was was something that needed to be filled. Nachum and I talk a lot about um, about n- identifying niche markets, being able to tap into that audience and really fill that need. So how did you? It's a great n- question. Thank you. I have <laughs> had good teachers. <laughs> um, Tamar and I were sitting around trying to figure out what we we're going to do professionally. We we had our aliyah set up. We're sorted out. Our kids are happy. We're doing great. All of a sudden, we have time on our hands, and. Uh, we want to know how how are we going to fill this professionally? Tamar, by training, is a speech therapist. I'm a social worker. We've had uh, both our backgrounds in early childhood. We thought we were going to do something together that way. And while we're trying to work that out and sort that out, we're getting phone calls from our friends, our family. Hey, I'm coming to Israel. Can you do me a favor? Can you set me up with this? Can mm-hmm. you? Do, how do I get to here? Can Can you find me a driver? Can, so you're a human ways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And That's a, a compliment. That's and a fixer. Right. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> so slowly, tomorrow night, and I had my family and friends coming from the state. She had her family and friends coming from the UK. And we realized, you know what? Someone might actually pay for this service because mm-hmm. we were investing a lot of time and right. effort into putting these together. So, um, so things that we were doing for our friends that we now do for clients, we set up families coming on on vacations with babysitters we have a family now they're going to be in a lot for a week they call this up hey we're coming with two little kids we want to have a good time it's vacation we don't want to be stuck in our right, hotel right, all right. the time sure can you get us a babysitter no problem <laughs> no problem right and uh, tying back into my resources at nefesh benefesh because they have their employment program and, uh. and it's not just some people you know, on the internet that we don't know who they right. are. These are people who are coming with professional references that we That's can great. really trust and and really and build that together. So in a very long way, I answered how no, did no, we no, get but started. I got, but, but I totally got it. And the truth of the matter is, is that um, it's it's a great um, opportunity when you can take something that you're either passionate about or is a hobby for you or something that you naturally enjoy and actually make it into a profession. Absolutely. Susie Fishbein has talked about this. Jamie Geller has talked about right. this. You know, a, a, a number of people have talked about the uh, the opportunity of taking a hobby or something that you just do because you love mm-hmm. and being able to um, to monetize that. But on, on the flip side, being being at that moment when you say, "Wow." Someone may actually pay for what I mm-hmm. love to do right. anyway. That is a glorious, glorious moment. It's right. amazing. And and what really makes us feel good is when we both, us and our clients, feel it's a win-win. Right. They're 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 paying for a service, but they're gaining from it because 
we're going to again try to get them to try to be as cost effective as, pro- as possible. So in the long run, they're they're actually saving money by working with us, and they're maximizing their time that they weren't going to be able to to go. So, Miriam, we we were talking about this earlier, apropos of nothing else. It's just it pays very often mm-hmm. to pay somebody else to do something that you just don't have time to do. Nach- um, it's, it's not it's not frivolous in the slightest. Right. Nach- it's, it's just cost effective. Nachum and I had discussed this before and I brought it up with Mayer that there was a New York Times Magazine article a number of weeks ago about two PhD students, two graduate students who outsource everything because mm-hmm. they recognize that the more time they spend on their studies and the further along that they get in their education and the faster that they continue on in their education the more profitable they are going to be and the more money they are going to be worth and Absolutely. be and potentially be able to earn. So if they have somebody who's walking their dog, they have somebody who's making their dinners, even though these are grad students who aren't making more than a stipend, they literally they have no savings. They spend because they they have decided that their time is it's worth investment. correct. Absolutely. It is worth that money. And there are a number of things that at this point in my life, with my schedule and my lifestyle the way it is, that I have outsourced that stuff is I always took care of. But I appreciate the orders department at Gourmet Glot a tremendous, <laughs> a tremendous amount. And they know to, at this point to expect it. And the truth of the matter is that there was – there is a very good friend of mine who was the first person who told me that she sends in a shopping list every week. And they and I said to her, I'm like, are you kidding? I know people who do that. And she said to me, you don't think it's worth the five bucks for somebody else to shop and deliver it for of you? Of course it is. And I looked at her and I said, well, when you put it that way. <laughs> well, I, I, my but, response would have been that's all they charge. Right. Well, it's not five bucks, but you know yeah. where but I'm But you enjoy shopping. so Right. Exactly. <laughs> but not when. So it's actually when, a sacrifice. Right. But so this is, the, this is the funny part. I'm shopping on vacation and I'm enjoying yeah. it, but when I should be or it could be doing using that hour to do something else. I don't want to stand on the line. Well, you know, I, we just had um, I just had an email correspondence with someone who's making Aliyah from California, and she she's just not sure how she's going to get it all done and mm. get it all together, and mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. And they, you know, it's, which it, it is, it, no doubt. It's it's overwhelming. And when I explained to her our service, she goes, "Wait, it's as simple as sending you a shopping list." Mm. Yeah, it could That's be. That's great. As long as you know, you know what you want, and I know what you're getting. Can you imagine making Aliyah and bringing your kids to their new home for their first time and having them be able to, able to open their fridge, just as an example, and see all their favorite foods? Wait a second. Yeah. The fact that they're opening a refrigerator. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not filling the yeah, refrigerator so much point. as having which, a refrigerator. Which we've done. Right. We, we've that's actually, a good point. We've completely furnished apartments. People, people don't understand, by the way, that right. apartments in Israel do not come with appliances. Right. Right. No, but did you say that again. You've completely... Completely furnished, outfitted apartments that's so that incredible. when they walk through their new home... They have beds, which when I made Aliyah, I was three months on an air mattress because there was a there was oh, a strike. Yeah, there was a strike uh, at the port, so all all my my stuff went to Italy for three months. So I was on the air mattress. Oh, I remember for three hearing months. about this. <laughs> it's now imported. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your stuff is imported. Italian That's right. imports, absolutely. Um, they walk. They come in. They have beds. They have appliances. People wait weeks until right. their refrigerators come, their washing machines come. They're you know trying to figure out how they're going to manage for the first couple, and it's overwhelming wow. the first couple of weeks. So, so you got them rented appliances, or you no, no, bought- they, they we we worked it out with them. We you know through online shopping and right. figuring out. Oh, so these are not people whose appliances were coming on a lift. They no, were no, planning they, to furnish. They in Israel. bought they bought right. it in Israel, and we made sure to get them the best possible price. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that's an unbelievable resource. That's pretty cool. That's an un- so Kava Homer. If your kids are walking in and seeing Cheerios because that's their favorite food in the cupboard, right? You know that feeling of home. You you being able to provide comforts of home, absolutely. And either in a new home or somebody on vacation or somebody who's being dislo- you know, relocated for some reason or right. other. Right. That's a real. That's a real advantage. That's a real comfort. Yeah. We, we think so. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Mayor Fertig with Miriam L. Wallach. Our guest is Tammy Braverman of Tamarim Concierge Services, based here in Modian, mm-hmm. where we are. We're currently based at the uh, Modian offices of the <laughs> Nachum Siegel Network. It's a temporary arrangement, a- a.k.a. the dining room table of Noam and Shana Eisenberg, and we thank them for their hospitality. And for dinner. And for dinner, exactly, after an absolutely bizarre <laughs> I can't believe this day, day is not over, by the way. Yeah, not only that, we have to first go to the airport and fly for 12 hours. That's true. And, and if you say your arms are going to be tired. I <laughs> was not going to make that joke, but I was yeah. going to I was going to make a bracha, give us all a bracha, yeah. that the craziness of our day should have been over. Yes. That hopefully. we should experience no more crazy from this point on. And that I should remember to buy chocolate for enough telling. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. All right. Can we play another selection because we are we are running out of time? Sure. Um, I do think it would be appropriate to play Imesh Kachech. Yes. Okay, so Lev Tahor's Imesh Kachech. It's on Lev Tahor 2, Watch Over Me. Great song. Thank you. On the Nachum Siegel Network. Shall I yeah. 
Lev Tahor with Im Eshkachech. It's the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This is the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Fertig with Miriam L. Wallach. The Stunt Show is a weekly occurrence on the Nachum Siegel Network. Do I get credit, by the way, for not messing up the name of that song? You did a dynamic, Thank you. fantastic, super job of I that. didn't call it like Im Eshkachech a lot. Right. That would have been bad. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I would have gotten w- fried for that one. That would have been, that would, that <laughs> might have been embarrassing. Awkward, yes. anyway, at the Oopsie very least. daisies, yeah. Anyway, uh, our, uh, our usual, uh, cast of characters in the stunt show includes Mark Zomick, Daniel Gordon, Jordan B. Gorfinkel. Did and you see, did you see Gorf's new video, by the way? Yes, I did. Very nice. Yeah, it's great. Very nice. Uh, and Mark Zomick is uh, going to be bringing you this show next week. Mm-hmm. And I believe Daniel Gordon the week after that? That's what I'm hoping. I'm I'm eagerly awaiting the it'll be email back Dan- from him. It'll be either Daniel or me. Right. Um, one or the other, bringing you the stunt show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our guest here is uh, Tammy Braverman of Tamarim Concierge Services, tamarimconcierge.com. You know, you were just mentioning, we, we didn't really think about this much. We were so wrapped up in our own troubles with the snow. <laughs> there are so many Israeli kids who had the very bizarre experience right. of having a snow day. Mm-hmm. It's great. Isn't that amazing? Snow day without snow boots, going right. out to play in the snow with their rain boots. Right. I'm sure they didn't care one bit. No, no. You could just go to Facebook and you see all the uh, all the little snowmen. The best picture I saw on Facebook was my yeah. friend's daughter who goes to school in Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, and they had a picture from the beach. They went to the beach today. <laughs> Right. That, by the way, that stresses me out right now. Wait, so wait, so <laughs> she, so th- this, this, this girl lives in, in Modian. Yes. She goes to school in Yerushalayim. She yes. couldn't go to school in Yerushalayim, so she went to the beach because, well, of course, here in the country of Modian, well, exactly. there's different weather. With her mom and grandma. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's no. excellent. <laughs> That's a good day with mom and grandma. That's right. a good snow day. The beach. Yeah, why but not? Why not? Uni- why not? Uniquely Israeli. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't pull that off in New York. If everyone's having a snow day and you're having a snow day, you ain't going to the beach. No, most likely not. My kids haven't had a snow day yet. I, I joke that this is pretty ironic that my major snowfall for the 2013-2014 season was here. My kids have had a snow day already. They have? Yeah, and Elizabeth, yeah, they shut. Well, schools... Um, Did we have one and I forgot? No. No, no. Schools schools for sure in Teaneck and in Elizabeth oh, that's right. closed early the other day. But like but 11 that's o'clock, not a whole snow day. 11 o'clock in the morning, they were done. Did they get up in the morning? Rockland County had and snow go to day. School. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, the, Nassau County did not have a They snow got day. up in the morning and went to school. I know at uh, a TABC by the t- no, maybe it was my note. By the time um by the time other kids had gotten there, I think the Staten Island bus maybe was already and I don't remember all the details. I heard about it, you know, from here. Right. But uh, they were already making a decision they were closing school. By the time one of the buses got there, it was already like, gee, sorry, you all got out of bed this morning. And after I sent out an email around 11 o'clock that said we are having a normal school day of sessions, and I looked at this going, Oh, if they cancel school, am I going to be in trouble? Because <laughs> you're here. Right. Is this? And somebody said to me, oh, it's going to be so, f- aren't you going to laugh if your kids are off? I'm like, no, I will not find it funny. What would be it will funny? not be funny in the least bit. If I am here and they are there and they are all in the house by themselves in the snow, I mean, Stephen's got to work. But, um, right. Well, generally, that, that's pretty. another good reason for Aliyah. I mean, yes, today was an exception. It right. doesn't happen all that often, you know. Snow days are not a big stress in my uh, in my world. Right, and and it's definitely <laughs> right. it's definitely a stress in New York. It's something you think about. It is. It's something Absolutely. that you think about. And some years there are more than others. How how would a concierge service deal with a family that Ooh. came here? Oh, bah, bah, logistical bah, challenges. Exactly. <laughs> came. I mean, because again, you're subject to the same constraints everyone else is. Right. Um. So let's say there was a family that came here, and all of a sudden they were inundated with snow. 
and didn't come, was the only person who didn't check weather.com and didn't become appropriately dressed. And they called you and they said, help us out. Besides the fact that we don't know how to navigate normally, now we have snow. What do we do? I, I know how it goes. Yeah. Go ahead. Tamar, Tammy, where are the shovels? <laughs> <laughs> We're coming. I was thinking this morning, uh, as everyone is gearing up in their we don't really have anything for snow kind right. of way, I'm like, all right, well, my husband tested the snowblower last week just to make sure it had gas. And I'm saying to myself, does anyone have a snowblower? Like, is that a normal conversation? Here, they don't even have snow plows. Right. They had the... Well, there, was um, a, there was a front end loader. Well, one, was it two inches of snow that they were moving? It no, it was like five or... It was four oh, or five no, inches no. There, was, there yeah. was accumulation. Yeah, there's, there's, there's like one... Yeah, sh- we heard all about you one, people here. One schnooky little front end loader making its way up and down Karen Hayasu. Right, and... Um, do they have a salt and, truck and in this country? Him. No. I think basically what, the only thing that you really do need in the snow is a garbage bag so that you could go out to the hills and just go sledding. Right, right. exactly. Right. Let's be practical. In in front of the Dan Panorama this morning, these poor, poor guys, like the porters or whatever, you know, the employees, they were, they were shoveling snow with a cardboard box flattened out and a squeegee. No way. Way. Squeegee's the magic, uh, yeah. it's a magic tool here. Right. (laughs) Everyone, uh, right. Everyone in Manhattan from the 80s can tell you that squeegee is an amazing, amazing thing. Um, but that's also not necessarily practical. What about a broom? Nobody sweeps with a broom? Nobody thought about a broom. Broom is a great snow tool, right? I'm telling you, that's what they were doing. It was a squeegee and a flattened out cardboard box. Well, I the, just, bro- the broom only works on the trees, apparently. Right, exactly. <laughs> it has its vertical and uh, normal usage. By the way, I just want to admit the fact that I love shoveling snow. And so, this is one of those moments that you say to me that you hate snow and yeah. I love snow. But there is there are a few things I really enjoy more than being outside when it's dark out and the entire world is calm, and there's a ton of snow, and I have my iPad on, and I'm listening to music, just shoveling Your away. iPad? iPod. Oh, iPod. Yeah, I strap my iPad I to was, my arm. I was wondering. the Like in a jetpack. Right. Exactly. And I am shoveling snow, having the best time. So I love that piece I'm of quiet. I'm extending an invitation to you. No, I'm not coming to Elizabeth to shovel snow. And by the way, that was it's so predictable. It was so predictable. It's sad. But... <laughs> So sad. Excuse me. Yeah, hello. But yeah, I'm not struggling your street. I don't do any streets. But um, but also being able to help a neighbor with that piece of cardboard. Right. Give me a break. I love the snow. You don't actually have a shovel? I have a shovel. Oh, I, just told I, you I, I thought shovel. you were saying you use cardboard too. No, to help the guy out when he skids on my corner. Oh. And by the way, somebody inevitably always skids on my corner. So you're corner. not using the cardboard to shovel out the hotel. You're no. And by the way, had the hotel called me, I would have told them they're doing it all the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't call Tammy. Well, had they called Tammy, say, Tammy, we have snow. We have no idea what to do. Help us out. Well, now I have Miriam. You're, exactly. you're my guy. Exactly. I'm your snow guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you if you you know create relationships with hotel with some hotels or things like that, maybe you can create some sort of a little thing that they would keep at the at the front desk, you know, with your phone number. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think. Do you advertise at all? So we don't do advertising. No, we, we do some social media marketing, mm-hmm. and we're basically word of mouth. Word of mouth. It's Pella great. Ozen, as they say here in Israel. Say it again. Pella Ozen. Pella Ozen. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Got it. Interesting. That is great. Which is great uh. for us because we really rely on our uh, clients. Too. And probably and their uh, recommendation. Yep. Well, Tammy, thank you very much. Thank you. This Tammy is a Braverman. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. We actually talked about this for months, as we said earlier. Yep. And thanks to um, thanks to a snowfall in Yerushalayim, we mm-hmm. get to sit in Modian and talk about Tamarim Concierge services. Uh, you can reach them at tamarimconcierge.com. Tammy Braverman and Tamar Perlman. You are listening to the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our thanks to our uh, technical wunderkind ZK. 
Uh, with Miriam L. Wallach, I am Mayor Fertig, and we'll go out to the strains of Kalachai's... No, actually, it's not Kalachai. Oh, we're not going out to jam se- the uh, Migdol Jam no, session? No, I'm, I'm making an executive oh, decision. Oh, okay. She's the manager of the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, we have we're to going out with Yehi Etov. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> David Broza. David Broza. Right. Things will get better. Yeah, Tove. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm looking at now. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's the Nachum Siegel Network. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> אבל אני עוד כאן, ויהיה טוב, יהיה טוב, כן. לפעמים אני נשבע, אז הלילה...